Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I'm here to help you prepare your mind, body, and team to best support you during your birth experience. Today, I want to chat with you guys about having an empowered birth experience. What does that actually mean? What does that look like? And is it available for you? I talked to a mama the other day while I was coaching her, and she said something along the lines of, well, I can't have an empowered birth because I have to have a C-section. I quickly assured her that anyone can have an empowered birth experience anywhere, anyway. A lot of us get empowered birth experience confused with a physiological birth experience, which those two things are not the same. So let's quickly define what being empowered actually is. The definition of empowered is having the knowledge, confidence, means, or ability to do things or make decisions for oneself. That's straight from merriamwebster.com. This is essentially my whole mission of being on the internet is empowering you guys with the information and the confidence and all the things that you need in order to have a birth experience that, you know, you enjoy pretty much. I mean, not everybody enjoys their birth experience, but that is the goal. (laughs) I want you guys to have everything you need to keep the power in your hands. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, But this is just something that I wanted to kick it off with is the definition. Like, this is what it means. You absolutely can have an empowered birth experience in any way, shape or form. It is available to you 1000%. As we have talked about many a time, we have a pretty backwards system. Um, And when we basically are taught and they kind of think the vibe of going into things is like the provider is the authority figure in our birth experience. And that's totally not true. Is it sometimes do we give the power away to our provider? Absolutely. It happens all the time. I did it. You, You might have done it too. It's a very common occurrence. But the truth is that you hold the power in your hands until you either give it away or it is forced from your hands. A lot of the times we give it away without even knowing. Um, This definitely happened to me. I had no clue what this even meant. Like you could have said, make sure you keep the power in your hands. And I would have been like, what does that, what does that even mean? Like, I have no clue what you're talking about. (laughs) And I unknowingly gave every single ounce of my power away to my providers during my first and second and third birth experiences. (laughs) And it was not great. I definitely had a pretty non-ideal outcome and I absolutely did not feel empowered in any way, shape or form. So in order to ensure that you are going to have an empowered birth experience, you need to know how to keep the power in your hands that day. Now, as far as power goes, there is a lot to manage that day. We can start to, you know, establish that power before we ever get to the delivery room. So making sure that we're having, you know, I talk all about preparing for our birth experience, right? Because I'm the birth prep coach and we talk about preparing all the time. So we can do a lot of this work before we ever get there. So talking about preparing your doctor for your birth experience, talk about preparing your team and your brain and all the things. We're going to quickly chat about what that looks like. Essentially, the work that we can do in advance is where we're preparing everything. We're setting expectations with our provider on how we want to be supported that day. Um, You need to be chatting with them about your birth plan and if they're willing and able to facilitate that for you, um, what that kind of looks like. And just kind of setting the tone like, hey, just a reminder, I'm the paying customer. It doesn't have to look like this, but like just kind of having that kind of relationship where it's more of a partnership and you're doing things together versus like, this is my provider and this is the authority figure. Like, no, you are the authority figure in your space that day. 
Um, and you can totally act like it if needed, if it comes to that, but just kind of set the tone during your prenatal appointments when you're asking questions and things like that and having these discussions in advance, setting these expectations, just make sure you are keeping that at your, like you are the authority. The authority is in your hands and it stays that way the entire time. Um, also we can start preparing our birth team, right? Our birth team, those are our loved ones. Usually some, maybe we hire a doula, but we pretty much like those people are usually on our side, right? But setting expectations with them in advance is a great way to prepare them to, you know, advocate for you if needed to make sure like, so if your partner needs to advocate for you, it's them speaking, but it's your words, it's your wants, it's your needs that they're conveying to your provider, to the nurses, to things like that. If you haven't sat down with your partner yet or your birth team, I don't know who's on your team. I personally have my mom and my husband and we sit down and we kind of say like, hey, here's how I want things to run. Here's how you play a role in this. Like, this is your job that day. Everyone has a job in the room that day. Nobody's there to just watch. Everybody has expectations of them and everybody's there for the same job, right? They're all there to support you in achieving the goals that you've set for yourself, but everybody has a different role that they're playing um, to contribute to that common goal. Some quick things that you might want to consider setting expectations about is communicating with you, communicating with your care team, communicating with family and loved ones like, hey, are they sending photos that you might not want being sent yet? Are they telling people to come visit and you're totally not ready? Like make sure you're just setting expectations in advance, setting expectations for how you physically want to be supported, how you emotionally, mentally want to be supported as well. You could be practicing labor positions, things like that, just so everybody's on the same page. I think one of the most important things that we can prepare in advance for our experience is our brain. Um, if you guys have been following me for any amount of time, you probably already know that your brain's job is to keep you safe literally every single day of your life. And that is going to be no different when you go into your birth experience. Your brain is going to want to keep you safe in a situation where we can't guarantee safety. Your brain essentially holds the power over your body and that can be not great if you are not preparing your brain for your birth experience. Because the truth is your body knows exactly what to do that day. Your body created an entire human being from scratch without any instruction. Like it knows how to birth that baby. Your brain is the thing that's going to trip you up that day if you allow it to. And it can be a very common thing because it's just going to be doing its job. It's not like, oh, it's, you know, it's not something that we can avoid without actually preparing to avoid it. So what does that look like? It looks like figuring out what kind of fears we're having and kind of getting to the bottom of those, kind of trying to figure out how we can, I guess, appease those fears as much as possible. It's normal to be scared, right? That's your brain's job. That's how it keeps you safe. It makes you scared so you don't do it. We, we, we got to do it. So we got to figure out how we can fix an, at least enough of the fears so that it's not super impacting our experience that day. Getting to our core beliefs about birth. I think that's really important too. understanding like what we actually believe about birth and if those beliefs are actually serving us or if they're doing the exact opposite. It might be time to try on some new beliefs about birth. I've got a lot of them. If you want to borrow some, I'll DM me. I'll send them to you. <laughs> so if we can stay in control of our brain that day, it's going to be so much easier for us to be able to support our body in the work that it's about to do. It's going to be doing a lot of work. It's just not a lie. It's labor. It's called labor for a reason. It is a lot of work. It can be intense. It can be painful. And it, you know, it's something that we have to do. And it's fine because we get a baby at the end of it and it doesn't have to suck. I'm not saying that. Um, but if the more we can keep our brain on track and the more we can stay in control of our thoughts and our feelings that day, the easier it is for our body to do its job. Another great way to prepare your mind is just getting information. Knowledge is power. 
And if you want to keep the power in your hands, you have to have enough knowledge to do so. Educating yourself is extremely important. You need to know your rights as a patient. You need to know how your body works to birth babies. You need to know all the decisions that need to be made surrounding your birth experience. You need to know all the options that are available for each of those decisions, all the risks and the benefits for those so that you're able to weigh them for every single option, right? Apply it to your situation and then make the decision that you feel is best. And then you have all that information that if and when you need to make a new decision in the moment during your birth experience, you're fine. You can make an informed decision for yourself. You have all the information you need. You're not going to be sitting there giving the power away to somebody else to say, hey, tell me what I need to do here because I have no clue. I didn't think I would be faced with this obstacle. You already knew because you prepared yourself. So let's go back to the definition. Having the knowledge Confidence, means, or ability to do things or make decisions for yourself. Informing yourself is incredibly important. Having that knowledge brings the confidence that you need. Making sure that everybody's prepared and on the same page. In other words, preparing these people, you're informing them of your plan. So it's just like information is king. Or queen, since we're all women. We love that. We love information is queen. It's great. So when something comes up like the use of Pitocin or your pushing position or your pain management options, like you know that you're the one making all of the decisions, calling the shots, you're the one getting what you want and need. Obviously, dependent on the situation, our options might be limited, but you're the one making that decision for yourself. We have a system that basically pushes a lot of interventions. It pushes their policy that they have, their hospital policy. They like to do things the way they like to do them. And that's not always the best scenario for every mom out there. There's no there's no way we can cookie cutter our birth experiences that and it work for everybody. It's not possible. So make sure that you have all the information that you need and you are prepared to achieve the individualized experience that you need. So to summarize, you can have an empowered birth experience In any way, shape, or form, you can do it with a C-section. You can do it with a vaginal birth. You can do it on your hands and knees. You can do it on your back. You can do it in the hospital. You can do it in your home. You can do it in a birth center. You can do it in your car. As long as you're the one making the decisions for yourself and for your baby, you are going to feel empowered that day. You are capable, you are strong, and you've got this. If you are looking to take your birth preparation game to the next level, if you're looking for help in achieving an empowered experience, the birth prep course is open right now. The doors close Saturday night. If you would like in, there's more information in the show notes for you, or you can just grab your seat. Um, and if you have any questions, please reach out. I'd love to answer them for you. If you want more information that maybe I didn't cover on the sales page, there's a lot of information on there. But if you want to learn more, just reach out. I'd love to chat with you. Until next time, take care of yourself and as always, happy prepping.